It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Welcome back on the Locked On Steelers podcast. We are having some fun today. It is a mock draft Tuesday. We're doing Steelers seven round mock draft using Fanspeaks on the clock NFL draft simulator. I'm John Ledger, your host from FanRagSports.com along with NDTScouting.com. And of course, host of the Locked On NFL Draft podcast with my esteemed colleague, Trevor Sikama. So if you haven't listened to that podcast and you're into the NFL Draft, go over, change that now. Listen to Locked On NFL Draft podcast. We have a ton of fun, do a lot of really good stuff. Steelers, we're going to go through Fanspeak's uh, on-the-clock mock draft simulator, as I mentioned. We're using NFL Draft Scouts big board, our boy Dane Brugler over there, as well as some others, uh, putting together that big board for them that they've submitted to FanRag eventually. I'll have my board on here, and we can use that to work off of once I've evaluated a few more players. And by a few more, I mean literally hundreds of more. Um, Over the next couple weeks, uh, the Combine will give me some good chance to be able to talk to some of these guys and add to those evaluations for sure. Uh, Round one, though, the Steelers on the clock, and 27 picks have expired. And guess who is off the board at this point? Uh, not Rashawn Evans. So as long as Rashawn Evans is still on the board, folks, I am still taking him in this range. He continues to show up for Pittsburgh in these simulators, no matter which board I use. I'm hoping that that's the case uh, on draft day. I'm not crossing my fingers uh, that it'll happen because I think that he has the skill set to go a lot earlier. The combine is going to give us a lot more clarity. A lot of things will be adjusted. But right now, he's easily my top-ranked player on the board. Uh, that fills a position of need for the Steelers, and that need is huge. The linebacker is the biggest need for this team. I would say even if they do make a move in free agents, unless it's a big move, it probably remains the the number one priority because I think that you got to find a way to push Vince Williams too and get better at that spot. I think that that's really important for the Steelers. Uh, so I think that if Rashawn Evans is on the board, there shouldn't be any hesitation in terms of going out and addressing your biggest need. Now, safety becomes the fo- focus. you got to move that to priority number one. Deshaun Elliott, according to this board, is way down there on NFL Draft Scouts board, so he's probably going to be available as the Steelers' round two pick comes up. I think he, if he has a good combine, I think he could be a guy that's available potentially in, in an option. I'm not saying he's a top option, but an option at the end of round one. If a linebacker's on the board, I think the Steelers go that direction, but Deshaun Elliott has big playability and that's what the Steelers really need on the back end he has experience playing single high not a lot of safeties in this class with that type of experience I think he's a really talented football player I have to still put his full valuation under the microscope and see if he's exactly the right fit for Pittsburgh but for now I see the size I see enough athleticism I see ball skills I see experience at single high he's a good tackler coming up I I like what I've seen from Deshaun Elliott. I'm making him the pick in the second round. So the Steelers, boom, address both of their top needs. With This would be my dream scenario. The way that I see things, and I, like I said, I have to finish Elliott's evaluation. I could change my mind. But the way that I see things right now, I think Rashawn Evans and Deshaun Elliott in the first two rounds is pretty much the dream scenario for the Steelers in terms of things that might actually be realistic for this team. Uh, I think that they those guys both fit schematically, which makes a ton of sense. Uh, but I also think that, both are valuable pieces that uh, that could potentially help change. I mean, Rashawn Evans is one of the most physical players in the entire draft. Elliott gives you a legit playmaker on the back end. 
a guy who had put up big interception numbers this past season. So those are the prototypes that the Steelers are looking for. They're looking for those types of players to make a big impact at the next level. So round three, we're on the clock. Pick 92 is on the board. Pick 92, mulling over our options. But right now we kind of move to those secondary needs. And I voted on the needs before the, this draft started. So I think Glymacher could still be a consideration here, but not ready to go there right now. Uh, assuming that they bring somebody in a free agency, a linebacker, potentially at safety as well. Edge pass rusher is definitely a need, but folks, I just don't see anybody here, and I don't want to reach for a player who doesn't fit. I need to get to some of these smaller school guys, but right now when I when I look at this board, I think you know Josh Sweat, does he really come off the board in this range? Uh, I think that this is probably a decent draft spot for him, but I don't know that he fits. He doesn't really drop into coverage that much for Florida State. Pittsburgh is going to ask their guys to do that. Marcus Haynes from Mississippi, a guy who played with his hand down mostly, pretty much got off to the passer. Dorrance Armstrong, I just don't see a great fit with any of those guys right now. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Round three is the range where I think you'd look for a corner potentially, maybe. But again, I don't think it'd be super high priority on their board. Um, I could see them looking at wide receiver in this range too this is to me you know you need a difference maker at wide receiver you need a guy that can stretch the field a little bit but also uh give you and give you a vertical threat but also have the size to play on the outside too and to me that's a couple different guys Auden Tate's still on the board in this range I just is Auden Tate really going to be available for the Steelers at this point in the draft I tend to think he'll come off the board if not then he definitely is an interesting option here but if he is off the board, maybe a guy like Cedric Wilson from Boise State makes sense. I haven't been the biggest fan of Cedric Wilson because I don't think he's that physical as a receiver. But neither is Martavis Bryant, and they have some similarities to their builds. And Wilson seems like he has enough speed to get behind a defense. And I think the Steelers can develop the rest of his game. Remember, his dad played for Pittsburgh, left under some not really that great circumstances. I don't remember the details. Otherwise, I'd quote them there. I just remember there was off-the-field concern. Can't remember more than that right now. But... Um, if that interest peaks there, I'll look up more about that situation. But um, I think Wilson could be an option in this range of the draft. Going to take him off the board. Going to take him in the third round for the Steelers as an outside threat that right now is their wide receiver four or five, depending on what happens with Eli Rogers and his health. But if Rogers moves on and if Martavis moves, Brian moves on after this season, definitely not out of the question that Cedric Wilson could be in the in the plans to be uh, you know a top three receiver. As of next season, an injury happens, um, you know, it could be this season. So uh, Cedric Wilson, a guy that they're going to need to get ready to play, I think. But I think he fits enough of what they're looking for. Um, and the combine will tell us a lot more receiver. Remember, I mean, size and speed are everything for these guys uh, on the outside of receiver, at least at this spot that they'll be looking at. They've got their 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 Z receiver and their slot receiver with Juju and Eli Rogers and Antonio Brown. Obviously those guys can do a lot of those things. They're looking for a big vertical play threat wide receiver in this range. So there's goes the wide receiver. Now we're into round four and the Steelers are not going to have a draft pick here, obviously. 
So we move on to round five. There's still some really intriguing talent on the board that I'm hoping is going to be available for the Steelers as round five gets underway. Steelers have one of the early round picks in round five, uh, one of the early picks in round five. Uh, so, because they've got two picks in that range. So we're on the clock here, pick 150. And cornerback is definitely something the team will be looking at. Uh, safety still is an off, uh, out of the question, I think. Another linebacker isn't out of the question. Um, you know, edge pass rusher, I know you guys want one. I'm just not seeing anybody that jumps out at me at this point in the draft. Address the wide receiver need, and I think that's the real big need at this point. There are still some good running backs on the board, but just not sure it's going to be high enough of a priority for Pittsburgh. Cornerback, I like Isaac Iadom from Boston College. I thought he was good uh, in at the Senior Bowl, and I thought that he made some nice plays vertically being able to find the football. I don't know that he's going to test really well, so I do expect him to maybe be on the board in day three. This might be a little bit late for him at 150, but he's got great size. He finds the ball where he just doesn't finish. He reminds me a little bit of Ike Taylor in that he couldn't catch very well when he was in Mobile. Um, I th- and he comes up and sports the run. That's big. And I think the Steelers scheme, he makes some sense for as long as they don't go heavy man coverage next season. Cause I think he could struggle to mirror and match a little bit, but playing vertically and a lot of cover three playing in the vacuum kind of, um, I think he can really help. So he comes off the board in round four to the Steelers. Now remember or around five to the Steelers. I'm sorry. Remember the Steelers have two fifth round picks. So we're going to come back here in a couple selections and take another player. So we got to look at positions that are on the board. I know some of you guys clamor for quarterback. I've said I don't think they're taking a quarterback this year in the draft. Running back is definitely a possibility. I don't know if they want to take a guy with injury concerns, given James Conner and Le'Veon Bell's history. I don't think Kalen Balazs is going to be. So that would take Bo Scarborough off the board is what I was going to say. Uh, I don't want. To, I don't know that Kalen Balazs will be on the board in round five, but he's a, he's a prototype for the Steelers. A guy that I think could definitely be an option for them is Darrell Williams from LSU. I think that this is kind of – as far as ranges for Darrell Williams go, I think this is probably his best case scenario is landing sometime from round five to seven uh, with a team that that appreciates a big back and what he can do. And he moves pretty well for a big back. So I like Darrell Williams. I think this is an area of the board where he could come off. And I think, you know, at this point, why not? I mean, we've, we've addressed the fact that I think Steelers will probably take a safety, do something with a safety in free agency, and do something with a linebacker in free agency. So there probably won't be a need for two. Uh, at this point in the draft, and and even if there is, maybe we look later in the draft uh, for one. But uh, right now, I just think running back it could be a need. Uh, you don't know how James Conner's going to recover uh, and what's going to happen in that situation. So we come back in round five. We take a running back, Darrell Williams. So now here we are moving through. Remember, the Steelers don't have a round six pick, so we'll have a little bit of a break here, but we'll recap kind of what we've done so far. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. So far in the order, we've got Rashawn Evans in the first round, linebacker from Alabama, safety Deshaun Elliott from Texas in round two, wide receiver Cedric Wilson from Boise State in round three, Isaac Iadom in round five with the 11th pick in round five, 
And then the 28th pick in round five, we got Daryl Williams, the running back from LSU off the board. Now we're looking, do we have a game breaker at tight end kind of? Uh, do we have an option there that really appeals to us? Again, quarterback, running back, wide receiver, fullback, all off the board for me at this point. I just don't like any of the offensive line options uh, that are going to be available at this portion of the draft. So you're probably not going to see me go for a guy in that range. Uh, at this point, uh, I know defensive line, maybe you need a sixth guy, but I- I'm confident that they could fill that out um, in undrafted free agency, maybe, or even later on in the draft. So there's going to be some options as we round now here into the seventh round. Do you take another linebacker? Do you take another safety? I think those are going to be big ones uh, because right now th- those are options for the Steelers along with tight end and maybe your offensive line depth. So let's look at who's available at tight end. I do like Jordan Akins from Central Florida. He's 26 years old. He's not super polished, but he is very athletic. If he tests well, I think he could move up the board, but he is older. So what's, I don't know how high teams are going to be willing to take somebody like that. Edge is still a need. Uh, it's still definitely a priority for this team to find an edge pass rusher, I think, that can be a third guy. Again, the board just kind of ran out fast, at least according to NFL Draft Scouts board, um, and, and there really wasn't room for a lot of those players left on the board. So the guy that's of interest to me is uh, Javon Roland Jones. Now, I need to watch his tape more, but he has great production, um, and I think that he's going to test pretty decently. He may not be available this late in the draft because of those facts, especially if he tests well. So, you know, you could talk about his level of competition, but he put up crazy production. And at this point in the draft, taking a flyer on him, I think, I think he's six, six, four, six, two, two forty four. So not the biggest guy, but I think he's, he looks like he has pretty decent length. Um, and, uh, he had crazy production. What did he have? Uh, this past year, league's top player during FPS lead, 19 and a half tackles for loss and 13 sacks. And he had 13 and a half sacks the season before. So he put up. Tons and tons of production uh, at Arkansas State and the Sunbelt Conference, but level competition is going to get a lot stiffer in the NFL. But I still feel pretty good if you're able to nab him on day three for the Steelers. So you got to address that need. I think you just you got to find a guy who can be a pure pass rusher, and maybe that happens in free agency. But I think Roland Jones could be an answer to that prayer. Here we go, round seven. Steelers on the clock. Uh, do we go another safety? Do we go with a cornerback? Uh, I think cornerback, the Steelers are pretty set at another linebacker on the board. Sky Moore is Deshaun Dion Hamilton still on the board. I don't think either of those guys, if their medicals check out, I don't think either of them are on the board. So trying to keep the situation realistic, uh, I'm going to pass on both of those guys. How about a safety to come down and play more closer to the box at this point? Um, a guy that could potentially give you some three safety looks if the Steelers want to play too, too high with Deshaun Elliott and Sean Davis, assuming Mike Mitchell uh, gets cut then maybe Trey Matthews from Auburn is a really good choice at this point in the draft. Um, I think he makes some sense for the Steelers. Again, you could look at defensive line, and there's some interesting options there. But if Trey Matthews is on the board for Auburn, I think he he plays like a pseudo linebacker. But I thought he was pretty solid in Mobile. You know, not great, but definitely a solid football player. So I'd like to see him come off the board in this range. And you know he's going to be a good special teamer. Physical guy, plays hard, good tackler. I think that Trey Matthews in this range would be a really nice pick for the Steelers. So there you go. That rounds it out as the last couple picks come off the board and we wind into the two, the 256th pick, Mr. Irrelevant, who is Greg Stroman, the Virginia Tech corner. He goes off the board of the Atlanta Falcons, but we revisit the Steelers draft. Rashawn Evans in the first round at pick number 28, a linebacker from Alabama, Deshaun Elliott uh, in the second round 
for, uh, to Texas, the safety. Uh, Cedric Wilson, wide receiver from Boise State in round three. Isaac Eadome, cornerback from Boston College in uh, round five. Darrell Williams, running back from LSU in round five. Javon Roland-Jones, the intriguing pass rusher from Arkansas State uh, in the seventh round of the second pick in the seventh round. And with the 28th pick in the seventh round, the Steelers go Trey Matthews from Auburn. Pretty good slate. I think we took care of a lot of needs for this team. The X factor is Cedric Wilson. Can he develop, I think? Because there's some tools there, but I'm not sold on him just yet. If he can develop and Yidom can give us some good depth at corner, I think the Steelers are in a pretty good spot with this draft because I think you know what you're getting from Darrell Williams. He's going to be a solid football player. Anybody you take in the seventh round is a flyer, but those two middle picks, Cedric Wilson in the late third and uh, Isaac Yidom in the early fifth, I think those are going to be uh, big factors to determining how this draft plays out. Just one scenario, guys, I think absolutely are going to be of interest to the Steelers and be on their board. Um, hopefully they get a chance to select one or multiple of those guys. It will be fun to see. We'll continue to do this too. As we get through the combine, this picture will become a lot more clear uh, and we'll get a better idea. Not only who the Steelers like, I hope to uncover some of that one in there, but also uh, what kind of their prototypes are. Because if these receivers run slow or Cedric Wilson doesn't you know, put up a good 40 time, then Steelers probably won't consider him and we'll move on to other options. And these boards will shift too as guys improve their stock, and you may see guys in the later rounds that you, you know, right now that you won't see there uh, when the simulators change in a couple weeks. So we'll keep revisiting this, keep having fun with it. Until then, keep it locked right here on Locked On Steelers. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.